0: Thank you for listening to this podcast one production available on Apple podcasts and podcast
1: one. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car. That's 100%
0: online without leaving the comfort of your couch. You can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you delivered right to your door, or you can pick it up from one of their coin operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com.
2: Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa.
3: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Collider Games Podcast. My name's Destin. I'm in studio with Josh Ravers, And also, we've got through the magic of Skype, Caboose Caboose. How are you doing?
1: Doing good. Glad to be here. And uh, holy smokes, we got a lot to talk about.
3: I know. (laughs) I know. You know, lately, you know, last week we had a decent amount of news. But like before that, there was kind of like this lull of like not too much news, not many big games coming out, kind of a dead spot. Well, tis the season now. Yeah, like, we had a pull like, the news, like, was like, oh, my... Usually, you know, I go back a week, you know, since the
0: last time we did our podcast, and then right. sometimes I struggle to find some stuff. At one point, I felt like we were a, a, a news association, and we were, like, looking for, like, the articles where, like, there's a dog stuck in a tree. Yeah. We, we were really fishing at some but, point. But, but
3: <laughs> this week, it was like, I, I only had to go back two days, like, two days, yeah, no, two, like, two days worth of stuff. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's just get started. So... W- one of the big news was that The Last of Us Part Two yep. is being delayed to 2020, and this is just after they had that release trailer, the release date in February. Everyone is excited. Now they have a new release date of May 29th, 2020. Uh, originally, yeah, the February release date, uh, Naughty Dog put out a statement basically saying, in essence, look, we we want to make sure the game is of high quality and there's a certain amount of polish we want to put on it and we can't do that w- within the given time frame of february
0: and we need to It was then. very sincere as well like, Yes. the the entire the entire statement is very sincere and uh, i don't think anybody can ever like read that or listen to that and then go against it you know like yeah. they're saying sorry a bunch of times as well yeah. which And us being the fans, like, come on. Like, they're they're basically pushing it back three months to give us a better game. I think we can live.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and I mentioned uh, I'm fine with it because there's so many games coming out that Mm -hmm. I have to, you know, uh, I mean, I can't talk about my experience with Death Stranding yet, but Death Stranding, I'm playing that right now, Uh, playing the Outer Worlds. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order is coming out soon. Uh, Very exciting. uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, What else? Why am I blanking? I mean, well, Cyberpunk's gonna be Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk 2077 is coming out next year. And
1: Avengers. Two weeks now before The Last of Us.
3: Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. And and there's just so much going on. Yeah. That that I'm okay. Oh, I have to. You know. Uh. I I who I don't know Caboose if you saw that I finally bought a PS4. <laughs> yes. So yeah
1: yeah. yeah.
3: Just to play the exclusive, so i, I well, you know, now you're
1: playing Death Stranding, right? I,
3: yes, but before I was trying to, I started God of War, I played a couple hours of that, but then oh, yes. I had to, you know, quit that to play Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to play the Last of Us Remaster. I talked about it last week about how I never got to finish the game because of yeah. the bug in the PS3 version. So now I have the <laughs> PS4 ver. So I have a lot to do uh, you, before Last of Us Part Two comes out. So I'm fine with it. Not that I don't want to play the game. It's just. It gives me more time to
0: yeah, catch up with everything. Well, like you said, yeah, you're going to have loads, loads to keep you busy. It's unfortunate. Yeah. You just missed, uh, I think you got the the PlayStation a month after The Last of Us was free on PlayStation. No, no, I got it. Oh, oh, I just, got it. Did you get it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Good man. <laughs> I don't think I downloaded it, but I, I like it. As long as you add it to yeah, your library. to my library. It's there
3: forever, yeah. yeah. As yeah. long as you're paying for PS Plus, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Cabozo, what do you think
1: about this news? I think honestly I think this is fine. Obviously, you know, with any game when it gets delayed, it's it's a bummer because you're not going to get it as soon as you expected. This happened with uh, with Doom Eternal as well. Yeah. But I feel like everyone on the internet needs to finally start coming to terms with the fact that a game being delayed means nothing but good things yeah, mm-hmm. for the game's quality. It may not always guarantee that the game's going to come out and be good. There are instances where a game gets delayed and it still comes out poor reviews whatever the case may be but the fact that it's being delayed means that it comes out better than it would have had it not been delayed and that's just the guaranteed fact of it all so with the last of us part two i really like i hate that they even have to apologize to us Yeah. yeah sorry we're delaying it you know because there's there's this weird Idea behind a game being delayed that gets people so angry at the developers as if they're trying to spite us or something. It's like, no, they want the game to be good. And if it comes out in February, maybe it'd be a buggy mess. Maybe you get situations like previous launches, like a Fallout 76, where the game comes out and it's just a ton of bugs. It doesn't end up in the state that I'm sure the developers wanted it to at launch, and the game is worse off for it. Hmm. So allow the developers to take more time if they need to. And in this case, it's only three more months. It's there's such so a small delay. Out. Yeah, and there's, and there's so many games coming out within that time frame that's going to have you consuming enough time to wait until that release date. The only thing for me that makes it difficult, like I said, is that Avengers is out two weeks before it. Mm. And I don't know how I'm going to be able to manage <laughs> my time between that and The Last of Us Part Two. But besides that, I think this is nothing but a good thing and can only mean good things for the game when it does inevitably launch.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Of course. I I think I can think of, like, at least five games off the top of my head that I wish were delayed that didn't, like, come out in the state. uh, The first thing that comes to mind is Anthem. Uh Like, if they just spent a couple more months on that before releasing it, maybe it would have been a whole different situation.
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, and then in the good side, the one that that makes me think, okay— things can turn out much better is like Red Dead 2 is delayed mm-hmm. like True. a whole year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about games versus, let's say, movies, right, is that movies usually when they're delayed, usually not a good sign because the problem with, with movies, or not problem, but like the difference is you shot what you can shoot movies. I mean, yeah, yeah you can shoot some additional scenes to try and change, but the structure of everything is already there. You can only polish and fix up so much stuff mm. in movies. Right. Games is a different story, right? Because yeah. games is like, you can fundamentally make a game a lot better if you're given more time
0: because yeah. you need to polish the controls or the gameplay or whatnot. Or, There's always going to be something. and you yeah. may, Every time you get send it out to a tester or a reviewer, you're always going to find something else that you could have changed or could have done better, you know? Yeah
1: and and i always hear people who say things or well, not always but like in this case i heard people who say things like well why did they announce the original release date if they didn't think they can meet it and what i try to tell these people is when they announced february the february release date three mm. weeks ago during the state of play they were confident in meeting that date they they didn't just announce that willy-nilly no they they spoke to playstation and naughty dog was like this is the release date we're comfortable with meeting. Mm. we can do this But then, obviously, because game development is game development and unexpected things can happen, something must have happened behind the scenes where they were like, okay, wait, no, hold on, we're going to need more time. In the case of even, like, a film, let's say an actor who is, you know, one of the main actors of the film gets injured and they just cannot film their scenes. In some cases, production has to be delayed. And then in the worst-case scenario, the film has to be delayed because of that, you know? So you, you never can predict the way that game development can go and so many unexpected things can happen in game development development versus, you know, making a movie. So when they announced that February release date, they, they didn't do that because they were like, Yeah, maybe we can maybe we can reach it. We'll see what happens. It was they were confident mm-hmm. in reaching that. They just something happened along yeah. the way that yeah. made them have to delay it.
3: It's just three months. It's it's yeah. a yeah, it's
0: a
1: good it's thing three as well. Months three
0: months. i mean the reasons that they give you for why they uh why the delay is is all good reasons i mean uh reading this part right here it says the size and the scope of this game got the better of us i like, think i think that's a good thing you know what i mean like mm-hmm. for me that means that the obviously the size of the scope of the game is going to be huge you know that's exciting for me mm-hmm. yeah so i, I you I know I, I
3: don't think it's a bad thing speaking of delays uh second story <laughs> Ubisoft delays Watch Dogs: Legions, uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and Gods and Monsters. So this is another big studio coming out saying, "Look, uh, these games are not
0: ready." Um, but you know what? Isn't this also a kind of a case of them being like, "We want to have a better fiscal year. We want we want to we want to make our shareholders and stockholders a lot happier." Yes, like,
1: it's a little bit of that. I think, yeah. It's,
0: yeah, it's a it's a good portion of that too. Where it's like, I think some of these games, well, they they also bring up a good point of like releasing the games too close to each other, and not giving mm-hmm. them room to actually make the money yep. that they can make.
3: Well, also, you know, in the same report is that both Ghost Recon Breakpoint and the Division Two underperformed. Mm. So now you're, you know, Ghost Recon really un- underperformed. I mean, the thing yeah. is, is when you you put that much resources into something and. And you release it and it didn't get what you expected. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's tough because it's like, well, was it the right time or was the game not ready or, you know, also like, you know, with Ubisoft, it's like they have, look, I understand these are different games, but their similarity in the same type of people, right, that mm. would play them, right? You're talking about Ghost Recon. You're talking about Rainbow Six. Very, it's a talk- very specific base, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and then you're competing with other stuff like, uh, I mean, they're less tactical, but still in the same vein of these these military-like shooters, right, with mm-hmm. a Call of Duty or Battlefield, you know, and suddenly it's like people just don't have... The money or the time to to
0: kind of delve into the those things. And this might be a bit of a hard take, but the um, the Ghost Recon game i i get I got to play a bit of that, and for me, it was they the the hype. There was so much hype around it. They did a great they did some great marketing for that game. But when the game came out, there was I don't know how to explain this. There's nothing wrong with the game in my opinion, but there's nothing really amazing nothing about that, that it either it's just out at you. yeah it's yeah. just very like meh like that's how I felt when I yeah.
1: played it at E3 mm-hmm. I was like yeah you know this is
0: that's a game well
1: crafted <laughs> game right but there's nothing that I could sit there and be like this is why you need
0: to yeah. buy it there weren't know? any like, like whoa moments for me that I could like yeah. tell my friends yeah. about you know mm-hmm. yeah so
3: it's, it's just one of those things where, where I think they realize okay we we can't just be it, it, the same thing happened with Assassin's Creed right they realized they were churning out these Literally, things yeah every single year and there's just the quality wasn't where it needed to be and and then look what happened with the Odyssey they actually waited Mm -hmm. spent a ton of time on that game yeah Odyssey and Origins they they, they did a lot better Yeah, and then Odyssey came out and it was well received by uh, fans and critics and it sold very well Mm -hmm. like and they're like okay we can do that versus the Every year we got to
0: have Assassin's Creed game, you know. And you got people walking around with just eyeballs and teeth. I remember that. That was Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh. I will never forget that that bug from Assassin's Creed Unity. That is horrifying. You're just walking around. The NPCs only have eyeballs and teeth. Horrifying. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, You know, gods and monsters. I know that was a revealed uh, E3 this past uh, year. You know, they were kind
0: of. Legend of Zelda mm-hmm. uh, was a... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I almost... I mean, it's Legend of Zelda Bre- uh, Breath of the Breath of of Wild. The Wild. Yeah. I almost think... I know we spoke about it a while ago. That's kind of like a new emerging... Um, it's not really a genre on its own because, if you will, it's open world action yeah, yeah, yeah. RPG kind of type game. But, like, that kind of style game, I see them... Besides the fact that we got a lot of announcements at E3 for games similar mm-hmm. to that, I think that in the future, we're going to keep seeing games a lot more similar to Breath of the Wild.
3: Yeah.
0: So, originally, Gods and Monsters was supposed to be
3: released uh, February of next year, which that that was actually quite soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, Rainbow Six was early 2020, and Watch Dogs Legions was March 6, 2020. So, you know what? I, I don't think it's that big a deal, and like I said, man, spread spread the wealth, man. With I mean, these gaming companies. Yeah. stuffs, stuffs, putting everything in freaking October, November. It's like well, uh. it sounds
0: like they're learning that that's not a good thing for them either. Cause
3: especially if you you want to stand out and you're not a huge. I mean, look, these are AAA titles from AAA studio, but at the same time, the franchises themselves, right? aren't, like, that upper tier. Like, Watch Dogs is, you know, a well-known property, but yeah. it's not that upper tier, right? You're not talking That's Assassin's yeah. Creed, Call of Duty,
0: Last, of not, us. Not, it's not as yeah. memorable. Yes. Yeah, Like, uh, the, the Watchdogs, in my opinion, that, that whole series, it's still trying to recover from the first game. Mm-hmm. The, and, and this yeah. one seems
3: huge. If you can yeah. play,
0: like, every NPC suddenly becomes a playable character or Which whatever. Is not the first time a game's done that. Uh, I would bring this up. Uh, Driver San Francisco was, uh-huh. was the first game. Of, the only other game besides... Um, the game coming out that I've seen mm-hmm. people do that where you're, you're in the driver's seat, you're driving, and you can kind of, like, become a different driver in the car and um, – d- yeah, a different driver on the road and, like, kind of veer off track or, like, crash into somebody else and then go back to you and cool things. But um, it is – I don't know. I, it's like they're recovering from their first game. The second one was a bit better but, it w- once again, not too memorable for me. It was definitely better than the first one though.
1: I, I'm surprised we got – to a third Watch Dogs game, yeah. to be honest. After the debacle of mm-hmm. the first one... I'm surprised we got so, a second. It's almost a miracle. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's almost a miracle that we're there, this far.
0: But it looks like the story's gonna be good because that was one of the things that was disappointing for me in the first Watch Dogs yes. and the second one. It was just... Yeah. Like, if you're gonna do a beautiful open, open world, big city, like, everything, vibrant life, like, the open mm-hmm. world itself was beautiful, but the story was just so... Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the protagonist just wasn't mm-hmm. likable or engaging at all. He just... Mm-hmm. Quiet dude with no real background that you can latch on to. But the new one looks good and, and, and again, same same situation applies here. If they gotta delay the game, if they need to take more time, whatever the reason may be, the game's gonna come out and be better for it. So yeah. it's unfortunate that we gotta wait, but I guarantee that the game would be worse off if it comes out earlier than the game. They need to maybe. start spacing these it's things
3: out because remember, this isn't like movies, right? Like, You can yeah, have was, a big movie come out mm. in a weekend and then either... I mean, usually you want to stay away. Let's say Avengers open. You don't want to open against Avengers, but you can have two weeks... After or whatever, or before, yeah. or something like that, you can't do that with games. The two weeks, the year, especially for the big games, you're not finishing that game Those or 40, 60 hour games. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: or also, it's the money of it, too, right? Like for, for a film, yeah. I can go to a matinee, spend 10 bucks, yeah. but for a game, I'm forking over 70, 80 dollars. So
0: and you, you're not going to do that three know. times in a week, you know? Exactly, exactly. yeah, exactly. yeah. So, yeah, space it out, space it out. This is all about money, not just for the the, the developers, but the consumers as well. And, and time, it, yeah. it's and ben- time it's beneficial. I'm, I'm glad they're doing it because it's beneficial for everyone
3: because think about like all the stuff uh, i mean right now I, i'll tell you i'm like over consumed with media like <laughs> just in general right i have all these video games i need to play all these tv shows i need to watch all these movies you know, i Disney need Plus to watch
1: coming. Oh, boy
3: i have like all these subscribers i mean Dude, I've listed off my subscription. My subscription list is, like, gone. Like, it's it's
0: getting ridiculous now, <laughs> the amount of stuff, like, I have oh, subscribed boy. to. You know what I mean? Oh, I feel that. Like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes there are days where I just go to the bank and I cancel my card because I don't have the effort or energy to go and cancel all the subscriptions. I just have... You know, s- let me just start over with the ones I want.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's just... It's, it's crazy how much stuff. And it's like, oh, well, I need this one. I need this one. You know? Disney Plus is coming out. Like, it's... It's just getting... Okay, I'll, I'll say this one thing. I, I bought a PS4. I'm, I'm very happy with my purchase. Mm-hmm. One big improvement I like over the PS3 is the controller. I think the controller mm-hmm. much, much better than the PS3. For sure. Um, oh, yeah. Because one of my things, my knocks against... The PlayStation in general is I think the Xbox
0: controller is just a superior controller. The triggers are nice.
3: Yeah, sure. I, I, and I yeah. still think that. However,
0: the gap isn't as big anymore. Mm. Now playing with the PS4 controller. controls, like, oh, this is actually much, much nicer. Ooh, which we're gonna—I mean, I guess we can tie it in now. But later on, we're gonna talk about the Google Stadia controller, yes. right? Uh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, it, there's a small part there with the Google Stadia's controller, some images. It looks very ergonomic. Mm-hmm. It looks very, like, soft to the touch. That kind of like soft plastic. But, but I, have to, I have to make a complaint, though. I have to make Go a for complaint. It. It, it looks a
3: lot like Uh-oh. a PS controller. Um, the complaint is, so I signed up for PS Plus, right? Yeah. And then, you know, I, I, I got uh, Last of Us. But, you know, I really don't have – I mentioned this before. And it's the same reason why I don't have Xbox Gamer Pass, It's not that it's not a good deal. I think it's a wonderful deal. I don't have the time to take advantage of the deal, Mm -hmm. so I I wanted to go cancel it. And then I found out you already paid for the no 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 that you can't do cloud saves without it.
1: Without PS Plus, yeah. Oh wow, that is
3: that's pretty bad. Like. Because on the Xbox, look, I pay for Xbox uh, Gold. You you know, you pay for it so you can play online. You also get free games. Um, but you don't actually need Xbox Live Gold to do cloud saves. Um, it, it comes, I mean, it's yeah. already there. Cloud saving is just very high. So handy well. I was like, okay, I don't really need this. And then now I'm like, okay, I actually have to pay for this purely for this Purpose, which is because right now I have the PS4 here at the studio, and actually, right. I mean, one really cool thing I, I think it does, and I don't think Xbox does this. Xbox has a version of this, but I don't think it works quite in the same way as the the remote play.
0: Oh, so, uh, oh so my! It's actually actually oh, I was right. playing around with the remote play yesterday yeah. for the first yeah. time. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So I leave my PS4
3: here at the studio, and I because I've been playing Death Stranding, and I just I don't want to lug. The, the the whole console back home and so I, I, I just use it to play on my laptop at home. It's like, awesome. it's it's pretty does pretty well. I think Xbox has a version where if you're on the same Wi-Fi network in the same house or whatever, you can do that.
1: Something like that.
3: Yeah, yeah. but I don't think it's like a remote type of thing, which I think they are working on because that's the whole xCloud thing and yeah. so you can yeah. play on your phone and whatnot. So I think that that's in the works, but PS4 remote play, awesome. Um, but I
0: was gonna say cloud I, yeah, save. You need thing. those cloud saves, man. And I need it because I got I gotta yeah, keep jopping yeah. back and forth. Oh man! Well, will oh, I just like brain dead for a second um that's right yeah the remote play i was working oh, man i i i was using my cell phone as a second screen for my playstation and i know that i can connect my uh controller to my phone as well and keep i can play all my playstation games on my cell mm-hmm. phone if i wanted to but i enjoy holding my phone portrait wise and playing ps4 games as if they're game boy games because you have the little controller on the bottom of your screen and then you have the screen at the... T- it's, so a lot of I have a lot of indie games on my PS4. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I like oh. just want to lie down and play them. So I'll lie down in bed and play them like they're a Game Boy game. Interesting. Like, my life's changed for the worse <laughs> and the better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, so next up, we've got
3: The Outer Worlds. Just came out yes. today. It's a game I've been really looking forward to. I did a demo of it. It's on the... Well, I did a demo of it a few, couple months ago. I did, like, three hours I just got the game yesterday, started playing it. So when I played the demo, it was a PC version. Obviously, they get a beefed-up PC. and You're playing it on, like, a an Epic PC. And yeah, 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 yeah. I've been there. And, and, you know, now I'm playing it on Xbox Pro X. Xbox. Xbox One X. Or Xbox One X. Again, confused with the PS4 <laughs> Pro. <laughs> yeah. The and, Xbox One, one, X, 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 uh, one X, X. One X. One okay. X. Here at the studio, okay. and then I played it at home on my Xbox, regular Xbox One. Obviously, you know, the uh, Xbox One X graphics are better. Um, but, you know, it's definitely not as crisp and clear as when I played it, you know, on the PC, but it still holds up pretty well. But, you know, they've... they've Fixed, Not fixed, because the game was pretty smooth and pretty refined and polished when I played the demo. But it's, I think, even more so than before. They had this slight bug where if you hovered over uh, enemies, fallen enemies, to get their loot... It would, it, there'd be a slight delay. It was kind of annoying because sometimes mm. you'd hover over a body and you'd be like, did I already take the stuff or am I waiting for something to load? Oh, that sucks. So uh, right. that that happened in the demo.
0: It's not there anymore, at least not on the Also, I'd, I'd imagine version. if you were in combat or something and you just wanted to quickly loot something, exactly. that could suck. Yeah, that exactly. Could really suck.
3: Um, I've, I've played... One of the things about the demo is I played the, the intro, like where you set up your, your character and you start off on the first mission, but they kind of because it's a demo and I I know why they do it but at the same time I especially for these type of games it kind of annoys me then what they had to do is they, they stop you from doing the intro and then they take you to a different part of the game
0: further along because like, look more. what you could be look what you could become yeah okay. and then these
3: action things and, and for a game like this that is to me very story and character driven it's like it kind of threw me off right it's mm-hmm. not that the All game right. was yeah not cool at that point. It's just like I was already in the momentum of building it. You weren't ready for the jump. Yeah, and so now I've I've started the game over and I've gone through basically the same stuff I had done before but now I get to continue on which is what... I'm hooked. I'm hooked on the game as a big Fallout fan and we'll talk about Fallout in a little bit. Well, I'm glad I'm I'm buying the game today then. Yes, it is... I don't know how much they want to Go with this, and I say this more in a loving way. It is it, it's fallout in a different environment with a different story, but the gameplay mechanics are Fallout But I will, will praise them as there's a lot of refinements in 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 the the UI and just a lot of the the things that you need to do in the game. They've they streamlined it so that it just feels very very smooth. Now right. I've only gotten a few hours in. But uh, I'm liking it so far. Uh, the one thing, though, and this is a part of what we'll talk about, is that it's not as much of an open-world game as, like, Fallout. Yeah. Now, when you go – because you travel from different world to world, so it's more like Mass Effect, where you're jumping uh, from okay. world to world and within that world there's like an open area that you can choose it's where like to go. It's not a
1: full open world. It's kind of so what you're saying is it's kind of like Destiny?
0: Kind kind where, of, yeah. Kind of like
3: Destiny. Like a
1: semi open world, yes. but there's multiple of them. There's like yes. there will be
3: big areas but they yeah. But there's so and then so you jump from world to world and within That's that world cool. you can go to different places but it's not like yeah, a huge, and, and they're saying they're going right, to keep yeah. it that way for the sequel as well, where it, it's more of that Mass Effect
0: style, where a, I mean, a, a lot, lot of that's su-
1: what Avengers is going to do,
3: yeah, or, yeah, or yeah,
1: similar situation.
0: A lot of successful RPGs have done that. I mean, The Witcher, Dragon Age Inquisition. Like, it's, it's yep. so it's not a true like sandbox open world like a uh, Red Dead Redemption Two,
3: yeah, right. Red Dead Redemption yeah. One, uh, Fallout Three, Four, or Skyrim, New Vegas. any of those
0: kinds of things. Yeah. Um,
3: but. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it
0: some more. I, w- I think it's a better idea for them as well in terms of development so mm-hmm. that you can focus on just one area at a time. Mm-hmm. Whereas when people do these big, giant, sprawling open world uh, areas, it's it's so easy for you to just have uh, big areas of nothingness mm-hmm. you know, where there's not much it's going happening. on. If they're focusing yeah. on small areas, they can fill it with as much as they want. One of the biggest reasons I think um, – uh is is it Elite Dangerous? it's not Elite Dangerous. There's a there's another game that was coming out similar to No Man's Sky. It's been in like development for years now, Star Citizen, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And they're just fo- like uh they're 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 focusing on a solar system mm-hmm. rather than an entire universe, which is like the same kind of thing. Like if you if you're limiting what it is that you're developing, you can focus more on making that mm-hmm. better which I think is, it's a good it's a good plan, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they can show us a lot more vi- vi- variety. They don't have to worry about, like, biomes, day-night cycles, and things like exactly, that, you know?
1: Exactly. And I think that's as well why a game like Destiny succeeds so well in having the semi-open world of it all, is that there are so many different locations, and they're all so distinct from one another, that, yeah, you know, you're going to have to go through the loading mm-hmm. time of traveling from one planet to another, but... When you get to the moon, it's not like Earth. When you Mm -hmm. get to Earth, it's not like Titan or Io or all these different areas that you can explore. So I'm assuming the same – must go for outer worlds and i'm hoping the same will apply for a game like avengers where they plan to just have multiple regions that are explorable Mm -hmm. but aren't necessarily on the scale or the size Mm -hmm. of something like an open world game like spider-man ps4 Mm -hmm. or like a fallout 3 4 and so on and so forth
0: spider-man worked well because you had they had an actual model to use as well which is nice they could use new york city like um that was yeah i hope they give man i would love to see wakanda now that we're on that, while we're while we're at it, I would love to see. I would love to play around in Wakanda. That would be amazing. So I know, Josh, you're get, definitely getting this
3: game, right? Yeah, I'm getting it later tonight. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and then uh, Caboose, are you getting this game?
1: I mean, it's definitely on the list of games that I want to play. Mm-hmm. But with Death Stranding mm-hmm. coming out and there being Modern Warfare yeah. already available, it's it's. Starting to get a little overwhelming for me to keep up. with Yeah, the
0: and games. we got Fallen Order coming out uh, pretty soon as well. <laughs> oh
1: my god, I totally forgot about. Yeah, that.
0: yeah. Ooh, I think I might be. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I might not be able to get that if I'm going to get uh <laughs> Outer Worlds today. But yeah, it is what it is. It's gonna be tough.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be tough. But I, w- I want to play it. I know that for
0: sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like
3: I said. It's just, right now. We're just it's the wealth needs to be spread around mm. versus concentrated <laughs> at this time and period. Yeah. Uh, but if you – anyone who's listening, who, if you're a Fallout fan, you will enjoy this game. Um, yeah, you know, a lot, a, a, a lot of the a, original developers, a lot yeah, of, yeah. A lot of in cheek. Yeah, the original yeah. creators, some developers that they did Fallout New Vegas. Uh, you know, they have the, – they're the ones who – like there was a – they didn't create the companion system, but they refined it for uh, Fallout because in the first game they had companions, but it was very like – very loose and it was very almost like they were experimenting very with nice. companions yeah. it definitely wasn't to that bioware level yeah. you know that mass effect uh, dragon age nice little republic new, thing new vegas had
0: great companions yes they and that was obsidian job yeah yeah
3: and so they've done that again in, in this where it's it's very refined
1: so overall it looks like it's a good get from microsoft to to have yeah the, the company and everything so that's, yeah
3: that's and good. guess what guess what they did they put it on Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> That's it. Because <That's laughs> right. remember, this game this game was developed way before Microsoft bought them. Mm-hmm. They picked them up, which, you know, like I said, likely bodes that the Outer Worlds is going to be a Xbox exclusive, uh right. the second the sequel. Um but they threw it on Game Pass. I mean, you have mm-hmm. Gears five on there. You have That's amazing. You know what I mean? Like like I said, if I had the time I'd be a. Uh, xbox uh game pass subscriber but i just well, don't Fall
1: of new vegas is on game pass as well if you've never had a chance to play that I mean, so jo- josh do you have game pass by any chance
0: uh no i do not have an xbox um oh i do not right i do not Damn. i've got i've got a play i've up? got a playstation yeah uh, and and say, are you, you're on and PS, PS you Plus, know. though, right? I'm on PS Plus. I've also been on PS Now a few times, which uh-huh. is their streaming service. Uh-huh. You yeah. can also, like, down. Well, now it's, uh, I remember, I, I used PS Now for a while when it started, which is great just to stream PS3 games. But now you can also uh, download the games instead of streaming them, which is quite cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool.
1: All
3: right. Another game that just came out, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. This mm-hmm. is, like, Essentially they're rebooting, going back to basics. Mm. It's got a single player campaign. I haven't got this game yet, and like I mentioned before, you know, there's so much stuff going on. I want to get this game. I just don't know where I'm gonna fit it mm, into right. my time. Uh maybe I'll get it later on, like um later this year, like at the end of the year, and pick yeah. it up just because I, I am a fan of their their first, you know, uh sorry, the single player campaign. Suck at the, but I want to play. What was that one thing we talked about last the, week? The the two v two assault mode, I think. What is it called? Uh, whatever. The, the the basically the small map. The the I think it's called assault.
2: For sure. Yeah. I think
3: it's called assault. Yeah, I'm very interested in that. Versus instead yeah. of a uh, battle royale, uh, Caboose, are you planning on getting this game?
1: Yeah, uh, I am, actually. So I I used to be a really huge Call of Duty fan, like, way back in the day. But the game just started to become more of a frustrating experience for Mm -hmm. me, and I just started having less fun with it. And then, obviously, you know, there was a period of time where Call of Duty games were just, like, the plague, and everyone (laughs) desperately wanted people to avoid them. But I really like what they've done with this. This is the first time I've ever really seen a game get a reboot. You know, we see these in film a lot. You know, you get the aladdin reboot or the lion king reboot and this that and the other we never really see that in games there's more just hd remasters mm. than anything yeah this is the first time i've seen a game kind of get a reboot so it's really interesting i definitely want to try out the campaign i'm glad that they met like they made a campaign this time rather than black ops 4 and what they did there yeah um and i'm interested just to see you know i played a little bit of it and what i played feels really smooth it feels very refined and you know boots to the ground i'm glad no jetpacks no nonsense none of that <laughs> mm-hmm. um it feels very traditional call of duty which is i'm sure for call of duty fans a very good thing uh i just wonder how good the story mode is i mean gunfight like things are positive it was yeah, a gunfight the gunfight yeah. right at yeah, the 2v2 right yeah. yeah yeah yeah. that looks really fun i definitely want to try out that mode um right now it's sitting at an 86 on metacritic mm-hmm. Um, the user score, not as high, but still at a 7.3, which is uh, better than I expected it to be from the user score.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and overall, I mean, things are looking good. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not overly excited, but I'm, I'm happy to be looking forward to a Call of Duty game again
3: yeah soft reboot and like I said I haven't bought a uh, Call of Duty game in a while I, the Black Ops yeah. uh, 4 wasn't for me because it was multiplayer only Battle Royale and I played a little of the demo I, yeah, I and, did. the Black Ops was cool I enjoyed the Black uh, Ops yeah uh, it's just the for Battle me
2: It Royale was pretty fun but yeah. is it?
3: Uh, maybe I got the wrong map or something it's Just uh, <laughs> every time I played I was just like wandering around for like aimlessly for 10 yeah. minutes
0: and then dying.
3: It is oh, yeah. more
1: fun, obviously, when you get a squad together. Yeah, yeah. you, you, you got to play with a squad, yeah. Not the best experience.
0: But it was also like, there's just too many battle royals as well was the problem. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, look, so there
1: isn't one here though. There isn't a battle royale in for, but <laughs> they do have a massive multiplayer mode with like, huge teams on mm-hmm. either side. So I think that's, that's pretty Oh, cool.
0: yeah, I remember that as well. I think well, yeah. I think Call of Duty's kind of been downhill ever since the first Black Ops. The first Black Ops was great story-wise and multiplayer-wise. Uh, I like Black Ops 2. Yeah, the story there was also very good. Like, yeah. all, every time they've released a story mode, I've never had any problems with that, but the multiplayer has kind of gone downhill ever since the first Black Ops. It was still yes. okay in Black Ops 2, but it just started getting worse and worse. Um, I mean, every t- I think, like... Every like second week, you ask me what games I've been playing, mm-hmm. and I always say I've been playing the the remastered version of Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I don't have to anymore. Now I can play the the reboot of Modern Warfare, <laughs> yeah, the soft there reboot. Yeah, yeah. It was it was difficult for me to decide between getting that or getting Outer Worlds. But being an RPG fanboy that I am, I have to go for Outer Worlds. Yeah, Outer Worlds,
3: yeah, mm. yeah.
1: That's fair.
0: All right. Uh, so next topic. This is
3: actually a very big topic. Mm-hmm. Fallout seventy six. First Ooh. man, oh man did not see this coming and i don't know why they thought this was a good idea so for those of you who haven't heard i don't know how you haven't heard but uh (laughs) bethesda decided to launch a new subscription service called fallout 76 first which is a subscription monthly subscription service that you pay i think was it 9.99 a month
1: (sighs) i think it's higher than that
3: actually is it, it was something like 12.99 12.99 or something like that and like you really don't it's get much for the year yeah 100 dollars a year it's a, you don't really get much out of it and i think it's like 100 without the game yeah it, this is for a game that came out last year that is still retailing for 39.99 you know uh yeah. if you're gonna charge this subscription price One, it shouldn't be that expensive. Two, it should be a good game. Well, no, the game should be free then. (laughs) I agree. The game should be free and then you charge this because, you know, and this is coming from someone who was very excited
0: at what Bethesda did at E3. Uh, Caboose, you were there uh, with me. I love that. That entire press conference where they announced Fallout 76 for the first time. No, no, no. Are
3: you that wasn't that, that wasn't was the first time. When
1: they announced the battle royale and everything. Yeah, oh. when they announced the battle year, royale.
3: Year one or year two. Y- yeah, y- and also uh, uh, talked about the free DLC mm. and all these mm. things that were building goodwill. And the NPCs are coming back. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I remember yep. building goodwill towards people like me that who were disappointed with Fallout 76 that bought it and just haven't played it. And I was like, cool. This, this fall, I'm going to, you know, get back into it. They're going to have all the stuff that I wanted from it. And one, they delayed the, the DLC. You know, yep. things that people are like, I wonder if it's still going to be free because they said it was going to be free, but we don't know if it's going to be free anymore. Um, you know, and then now
0: this. And... Yeah, they're just getting... If you look at the things that are included with this package, yeah. it's crazy, because it's like, that, sh- that just should have been in the game. Yes, one is like, what, single player... Oh, pri- private servers that can host up to seven friends. Yeah. Why was that not available from the get-go? Why, why? could That's stupid. Why couldn't I have a private yeah. server with my friend? Oh, that's silly. This is
1: bad. This is, this is really... This is, I don't know how they managed this at Bethesda, but they were just starting to get on everyone's good side. At right. Least the people were like trying to play this game or at least fans of fallout they were starting to get on their good side and they do this and oh boy it's so bad so i saw jason schreier's tweet which mm-hmm. is kind of like the nail in the coffin of this all he tweeted out when this was announced he said fallout 76's new premium subscription 12.99 per month costs more than xbox game pass at 9.99 yeah. a month on which you can get fallout new vegas and the outer worlds
3: yeah and oh, gears 5
1: right. and gears 5 this is ridiculous. I cannot believe Bethesda managed this. There is just the entire subreddit what is on fire. What were they fire. thinking? <laughs> the funniest story to come out of this. I don't know if you guys have seen or heard about this, but an angry fan had bought the domain of falloutfirst.com mm-hmm. before Bethesda was able to, <laughs> and they've had a field day oh my on this God. website with the way that they've designed it and are making fun of this entire idea of Fallout 1st and everything. It's crazy how the extent that fans have taken, how far they have taken this. It is insane. And I just, I can't believe Bethesda screwed up this bad. I can't believe anyone with Bethesda thought this was a good idea. Th-
0: that's it's what's expensive blowing expensive my mind. Who, at, like, who is sitting around like oh a boardroom table? All these people are, I can imagine them all sitting there, Bethesda, around a board. Todd Howard's like stroking his chin and yeah. he's thinking, how can we make more money? <laughs> oh <laughs> like, how the hell did everyone okay this? They're like, you know what? People love our game. They're willing to pay a monthly subscription service it, for it.
1: <laughs> it's really starting to feel like they're just wearing rose-tinted glasses the entire time. They must time. be, man. And well, I... that or they're just trying to capitalize on the people that's still playing their game? Yeah, I mean, really
3: they are, but I mean what. But the thing is, is I thought they had learned their lesson from yeah. the year before because that's what it sounded yeah. like at the last E3. They're like – it sounded like, OK, they, they got the message. Here we go. We're going to – They
1: straight up acknowledge on like on the stage. Todd Howard was like, listen, you guys gave us shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We we deserved it. Like, yeah. I'm paraphrasing. But essentially that. So I just – how do you do this now? You know, like – this, this is unbelievable.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is – I don't know. I think the best word I saw to explain this is it's unethical. <laughs> it is It is unethical. Mm-hmm.
3: It's just – it's crazy. It, it's, it's like uh, – I don't know. Like has a game company
0: fallen this far? far before in terms of a PR standpoint I just for a br- for a brief moment and this is something that I also read in the comment uh-huh. section um- Someone related it to the fiasco with Diablo, uh, Diablo Immortal, uh-huh. the yeah. the the mobile Diablo game, uh-huh. where, where they announced that where at was it? I don't know what press conference it was at, but the the the, the audience booed, literally booed Blizzard off stage, and I think like someone just like there was dead silence, and someone just said, "Is this a sick joke?" <laughs> like. like <laughs> It was Yeah, there was a lot of anger around um, yeah. the Diablo mobile game when they announced that. That's the only thing I can compare this to. But I see this having much bigger repercussions.
3: Well, I don't yeah. get – well, because it's the second time. The first time you, for, you can
0: forgive, right? Mm. You can go – Oh, we, we tried something new. It didn't work. They tried something
3: new. It came out too early. They're fixing the game. They're adding the things that they should have added before. Okay, cool, yeah. right? Like like I can – you know, I, I did forgive them for the first one. I was like, look, it's just a mistake. We can – Get passes. They're they're doing all these nice things for for the fans to, to you know reclaim their the trust again. And then this happens. So I'm I'm just wondering where in this board of directors, executives, or where did this idea? Come, I mean, even to like, let's say they wanted to do a scripture, subscription service, right? Fine, fine, fine. Do one. But then make the game free. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Make the game lo- like make the game either free or like or good. ten dollars or so- something like that. And then also the monthly cannot be twelve nine. It's
0: got to be like Netflix isn't even that
3: much. Yeah, like, it's like, got to like, be like three ninety nine or something. Do you know what I'm
0: saying? Four ninety nine. Video top. game, like, yeah. Even like anything over five, and that's just crazy. Man. And then
3: also include some stuff that's n- that should be shouldn't have cost any. Money, like this stuff should have been in 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 the private service should have been free, you know. Yeah, it's from day one, right? So you're you're charging for day one. So I don't know where if it's in the bean counters or whatever, but like someone is seriously
0: fucking up here. Like, it's it's so it's such a bad thing that every time I I can hear you laughing, Caboose, because it's funny. Because I every time I think about this, I can't help but just laugh. It's just it's so ridiculous to think of. <laughs> Like the entire idea is just it's 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 fucking crazy. It's
3: crazy because like for me like I have like Bethesda, Bioware. You have Naughty Dog. You have um, what am I? Uh, Rockstar. You know you have these to me like these mm, top tier top tier studios, and then something like this is just you know. You're just it's, like it's
0: unthinkable. Like, yeah. I mean, look. The only thing that I can say is is that the um, Doom better be amazing. <laughs> Doom better be freaking amazing. Yeah. So yeah. I. D- yeah. Well, I don't
3: know. I who- also
1: wonder what this could do for like the next Elder Scrolls when that ends up coming out. Because oh god, I really hope they, they don't do anything like you know, this. The, the, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they plan to do with that game. But when that starts, you know, when the ramp, like when the marketing starts ramping up for that game. A lot of people are going to have a real bad taste in their mouth for what happened here yeah. with this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh boy, this is a uh, it's, it's
0: it's it's unfortunate
1: disaster. Yeah, a continued disaster for Bethesda.
0: I think they they can they, I think that they can still crawl out of this situation. It's going to take a while. Someone else is going to have to mess up. Well, I, and the know? thing is, I thought they they were crawling in. They
3: were they were yeah. on their way, right? I mean, look, yeah. if the th- the the DLC gets uh, delayed the nuclear winter nuclear no nuclear winter is the trying, nuclear winter is the the battle royale one uh, i think wastelanders yeah. is the the, yes. the campaign yes. look delayed we mentioned before it's not ready okay we we can you know we can hopefully uh forgive that but like this no, a is a different thing
2: <laughs> yeah
3: so i don't know i don't know what they're doing i don't know who's making these decisions this is a company in, in my eyes could do no wrong before fallout 76 mm-hmm. um and yeah well, so you
1: just look at like the hype that they could generate like all it took was them going live with like a please stand by and people were losing their minds and the mm-hmm. Fallout mm-hmm. game is coming it's just it's crazy the hype that they could generate and i guess because of that it, it's almost a good thing that consumers aren't yes men anymore mm-hmm. or maybe they never were but especially in this case they aren't being yes men about it and aren't just consuming the product and being cited for more product no just everyone's putting their foot down and they're like this is not good enough do better yeah
3: you i know? mean this should have been if they want to do subscription not even subscription they do season passes and they do yeah. something like uh apex legends or fortnite right games right. free you play it and then if you want to uh get a season pass you pay for that. And you know, when you pay for cosmetic shit, whatever. Well,
1: that's that's exactly what happened with Destiny, right? As soon as they got out of the clutches of Activision, Destiny 2 is free to play now. Mm-hmm. There obviously when it comes mm-hmm. to the newer expansions,
0: you got to pay for, for it. them.
1: But there's so much content packed into Destiny 2 that you can play for free. If you wanted to jump in Hands right down. now, and play Destiny Two. You can do so without paying a dime, and you can get a really good experience out of it without paying a dime. And then, obviously, if you enjoy your time with it, if you like it, spend the money and get the new expansions, and you have even more content to try out.
0: So. And that worked on me. I got the game. Yeah. I got Destiny Two for free, and then after there like a w- after a week, I was like, "This is. I love this. Like, mm-hmm, bring mm-hmm. bring on the expansions. Let's go." Mm-hmm. Um, yep. This is this is a quote. Uh, obviously, before any of this happened, this is one of the quotes from uh, Bethesda's vice president of communications, uh, Pete Hines. I remember when uh, Fallout seventy six came out? He said, and this is a direct quote: "All the DLC, all the post launch stuff, is going to be free. That's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess um, I guess someone can't keep their word, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh well." <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I don't
3: know. Who, I don't well, know who. Well, they they
0: they they replied to that uh, quote though uh, afterwards, and they said, or um, was it? Our yeah." And this is what they said. Oh, once someone brought up that quote, I think our approach to these items at launch was to keep them purely cosmetic. But after looking at all the data, it became clear that to consistently deliver content that keeps Fallout 76 fresh and exciting for all, we needed to rethink our approach to the atom shop. I think the Atom shop shouldn't have been there in the first place.
3: Or, or you do it, you do it for cosmetics, man. Yeah, do it exactly. for cosmetics. And you, you know, like I said, do season passes, do something. I mean, the problem is, is you have people, and this is what happened at, you know, with EA, with Battlefront. Like, they're like, oh, on these microtransactions, that's how you get the, the money, right? And so, yeah. and now... At least momentarily, temporarily, with EA and uh, Jedi Fallen Order, they're like, okay, we got to win back some of the, mm-hmm. the, the 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 fans. No microtransactions. It's not, you know what I mean. You're you're
0: paying for a full on game to play. I mean, one of the stupid things just going back now. I know I said that the private servers thing, but I guess that makes sense. I know a couple of other games where you have to pay for the private servers. But one of the things they add is just a costume. Like you got to pay. Like a monthly subscription just to get an, an extra costume, just to get the I think the the original like um, man I don't want to paraphrase this in case somebody gets mad. So let me look it up here for a second. It was the um, here we go. Yeah, you. Uh, uh, oh, that's an iconic Fallout outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not worth twelve dollars a month. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's, it's 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 crazy. All right, all right. Let's move on. I have. um me and Dorian actually went to uh, the preview uh, event for Night School, a new game called uh, After Party. If you don't know Night School, they did a game called Oxen Free. Um, the game is—it's not, you know, it's not a full-on like you know, triple A title. It's an indie game. And it's it's a very stylized art style, and it's a lot of conversation. Yeah, um, I didn't. It looks so cool. Yeah, you know, it's actually I actually know the the guy. There's two guys: Sean Crankle uh, and his cousin Adam Hines. I know Adam. Uh, I met him a long time ago, um, cool. and they're the co-founders of uh, Night School Studio. And they have an. And it was kind of like Adam was a he had created like a comic book beforehand, and then both Sean and Adam had worked in. In games, I think, uh, I think, I think, I forgot one of one of them worked at Disney Interactive, and one of them worked at Telltale. Okay, Um, yeah, and then I think you know what happened with Telltale and whatnot. They after that was so sad. Yeah, (laughs) so basically they decided, you know what, let's just start our own thing, Uh, and they did. And then with Oxenfree, you know, it was one of those things that just became kind of a cult hit. Um, it's a different type of game, you know, and then with right. the success of that, uh, they've, they've launched after part of me and Dorian went to the preview event. Like I said, we, we demoed the game and it's cool. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's walking around a lot of conversation. You got to do, I think there's a little more variance in this game versus the first one, but uh, yeah, that's coming out next week, I think, I believe. Um, it's called After Party. We we actually shot an interview with both Sean and Adam that we're going to have on the channel if you guys want to check that out. Uh, and then hopefully we can get a copy and review it sometime soon. So, all right. Uh, moving on to the next thing we've got. What is it? Is it Google Stadia? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Google Stadia has decided to launch their own first-party studio, we kind of alluded to, speculated and alluded that this is probably the the way to go, right? I mean, this is going to be the thing that's going to get people to subscribe to services and in the future when both Microsoft and Sony become exclusively just services, it's going to be their first-party titles that are going to determine what you're subscribed to. Correct. Right. And Google understands this, so they're starting their first uh, studio in Montreal, and I'm sure they'll probably have more, because they can't just have one exclusive game
0: every two years. I'm surprised they haven't bought any other companies, well, yet, I guess. Yeah,
3: I mean, that's what's happening now, right? Microsoft and Sony are just, you're just nabbing them up, up, man, yeah. Picking
0: it up. Going for that exclusive. What do you guys think about this? I mean, like, Um, I think you, you think you just said it best? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. what What do you think, Caboose?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I got to agree. I'm still not sure. I mean, what Dennis is saying, so if we if we do get to the point in the future where we see PlayStation and, and Microsoft kind of following that same business model where, you know, everything's streaming, mm-hmm. I still think they're going to be the juggernauts at the end of the day because if you're a game developer and you're making, let's say, the next Spider-Man PS4, mm-hmm. are you going to shop to PlayStation? Are you going to shop to Microsoft? Or are you going to shop to Google Stadia? PlayStation and Xbox are just such household names. Mm. People know them. So I'm just not sure how Google Stadia is going to be able to compete. I'm intrigued to see it. Competition is always a good thing. But uh, obviously when it just comes to this story specifically, it's, it's the smart move.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would imagine it's probably the same between like the Epic Game Store and the Steam uh, and the Steam right. Store. Like they're going to one people uh, like either PlayStation or Xbox is going to get a bigger cut of the sales. Mm-hmm. So Google Stadia is going to undercut them and be like, we'll, we'll, right, we'll take less of your guys sales away from you."
3: Yeah, I'm sure right that now.
0: Be, yeah. yeah. I'm sure right now all the ones that are on
3: there like are getting massive mm-hmm. discounts in terms of Oh yeah. Uh, just to get
0: them to develop for got mm-hmm. Well, you've got to get the ball rolling as well, you know? Yeah. Um, you can't release a console where everything... You can't re- release a console right off the bat where no one's got any games to play on it and everything costs $60 right off the bat as well, you know? Yeah. They're going to have to get the ball rolling somehow. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next thing
3: we've got in the world of streaming, uh, we've got... Uh, Streamer Shroud. 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 I love Shroud, by the is, way. Is uh, following Ninja from Twitch to Microsoft's Mixer. So that's another kind of
1: – well, streamer. Yeah,
3: and also another okay. uh, defector, you would say, mm-hmm. to Mixer. I mean the thing is when you lose
0: your most popular one, it's like, okay – now you lose another one. Then... Everyone, everyone was looking at Shroud before, like, please don't go to him. I bet you Twitch was looking at him like, please, please don't go. Please don't go, Shroud. Yeah. Yeah. Do we still have Tfue? Oh, thank God. Yeah.
1: So This is, this is huge yeah. for Mixer. Just mm-hmm. huge. But so, OK, there's a, there's a lot of talk about this whole situation mm-hmm. of these streamers going to Mixer and how much it benefits them more so than the fact that, you know, they're getting a huge – dump truck of money dropped on them to make the move um they're still hitting the reset button and mixer is still not as big as twitch
3: yeah oh no 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 way oh
0: yeah
1: yeah i don't know if you guys covered it but there was that story about the fact that even ninja making that move has not really increased the popularity of mixer by that much it's just been the fact that a lot of people are still watching ninja and they're just going to watch him where he goes but nobody's really Going on Mixer, mm. watching Ninja, and then when he goes offline being like, what other people are streaming on Mixer? Mm. Nobody's really doing that. No one's creating Mixer so,
0: accounts. That's another exactly. thing. Everyone's, everyone. Exactly. If, if, you're, if you wake up tomorrow and you're like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to start streaming. You're just going to go straight right. to Twitch, you right. know, like without so, even second guessing it.
1: This is all really interesting. I'm, I'm excited for Shroud. I know that it can still be a very nerve-wracking thing for the streamers to make this kind of move because they are still essentially hitting the reset button on their streaming mm-hmm. career. Um, but uh, you know, I'm sure whatever they're being paid by Mixer by Microsoft to make this move is enough for them to retire with that money. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure they're they're secure and they're fine with making the move because of that reason. But I wonder if now having Shroud on top of having Ninja on Mixer, we can start seeing some of the other streamers that may not be necessarily juggernauts like those two. Trickling down and leaving Twitch for Mixer for some decent deals and then starting to see some genuine competition between the two platforms because, again, when it comes to any sort of competition between brands, whether it's a Marvel and DC, Xbox and PlayStation, to have competition there means that we are the ones who win as the consumers of the product. Correct. If Twitch starts to shake in their boots a little bit about the fact that there are some real heavy hitters on the other platform, Mm -hmm. they're either going to want to start doing more to benefit the creators on their platform or maybe to try and just benefit the people who are watching and starting to say, hey, we're adding these new features to help you out, to help your viewing experience. All this stuff can mean good things for us. So I'm excited for the future of streaming for that reason.
3: Yeah, and also it's – when you get the first one, it's like it's a big coup Yes. and people pay attention but when you start getting get another one that's when people are like okay maybe this is a thing so i think maybe like this
1: seriously.
3: yeah maybe this deal was to do that to get into play, to people's well, yeah. minds that like okay it's not just going to be
0: this one guy that's hopping over it's going to be we're, we're starting to pull more and if you look behind the the reasoning's for it i mean it makes sense to me too a lot of these streamers aren't really happy on twitch mm-hmm. um, and it's also interesting that once you get to that point, you're signing. You're basically signing with these companies to be exclusive, whereas uh, in an ideal world, you would want to be streaming on everything. You know, mm-hmm. you'd want to be mm-hmm. streaming and then have your stream hooked up to YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and, oh, yeah. and Mixer all at the same time. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That would be the ideal situation, but obviously you're going to go where the money goes. I also think it's a smart move on Mixer's ha- – um, I mean it's obviously a smart choice by, by Mixer to, to bring the followers that way, but it's a, it's further than that I see it as – there's a slight different audience with Shroud than it is with uh, Ninja. Ninja has a, a, right. l- a millions of kids watching him. He's got that Fortnite hype. Um, Shroud has a lot of hype in. Uh, I mean, he's, he's part of Cloud Nine. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's, I'm pretty sure he's still part of Cloud Nine. Um, so he's got a lot of uh, pull in, in the pro gaming league. So he's. Uh, He's got, a, I'd say, an older audience. More of an adult audience. More of an yeah. adult audience. Uh, and, then Ty- uh, and then Ninja's got more of like a younger audience. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a smart move on their half. But um, reading one of the quotes here, um, um, Tyler, uh, Ninja's wife, was saying that one of the main reasons they moved to Mixer was because the contract they had with Twitch was very limiting to him in his uh, was very limiting in terms of his brand could only be related to gaming, mm-hmm. right. which I mean, if you think Ninja, he is related to gaming. That's his brand. But if the guy wants to start doing other things,
1: he wants to work with Adidas, exa- yeah, you know.
0: exactly, yeah, uh, exactly. Or like, or even like, I know he wanted to work in TV. Like, well, he was in uh, he was in right. movie. Uh, he's uh, he's a good cameo at, in yeah. that. Uh... Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah, that's right. He's that gonna, we talked about. He's going to – yeah. He, so he wants to do all those things and apparently being with Twitch was just too limiting for him to be able to do that. Hmm. Whereas Mixer is like, we don't care. Do what you want to do. <laughs> just make yeah. sure you stream with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but,
1: our- it, but at the same time, so Mixer I like as well because they don't, they don't bind you to them like mm-hmm. Twitch does. I've seen a lot of people who stream on Mixer who also can go and venture off and do other things without Mixer being like, all right, you're out of here granted mm-hmm. in the case of ninja and shroud i'm assuming they probably have an exclusive oh, yeah. <laughs> contract yeah but i like that you know as a ca- if you're a casual streamer and you're starting out on mixer you're not bound to them you know and and that's the only place you can be otherwise you're not going to be a partner so mm-hmm. yeah
3: All right, uh, last thing in the queue here, just a little funny thing. Um, Death Stranding, the (laughs) reviews are going to come out uh, starting next Friday, I think, November 1st. That's when we'll have our review. Been playing the game, can't talk about it, but that's when we embargo lifts. But um, one person that... was talking about it was are, are we
0: are is next Friday November first yeah isn't it Saturday it is. no I was thinking I was about to say like that would have sucked if we wouldn't have been able to talk about no, it no, no, no. We'll, we'll talk okay. about next week's podcast Perfect. and we'll have a separate review. Um, Conan
3: O'Brien visited Hideo Kojima in his offices <laughs> in Japan to take a look at Death Stranding, and not only that, he has a cameo now <laughs> yeah. in the game, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, um, you know. Seeing Hideo Kojima's office, I was like, do you see that part where he walks into the office and it's like, it's like long tunnel and it's all like white. And then there, there there's the Hideo Kojima statue or whatever, which not statue of him, but like the, what's that guy? Like basically the mascot for his company.
0: Um, yeah.
3: I don't know yeah. what he's called, um, but they have that just like sitting right there. And then, yeah. Very it's cool. Crazy. Very cool to just see uh, Conan who, like, knows nothing about gaming but uh, became kind of a, you know, kind of a hit in the gaming world with a clueless gamer because he knew nothing about gaming and just being able to get this type segments. of access. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I love him. And, and you get the otter costume
0: uh, The sea otter meaning? costume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy. That's just that, I love that. You get to meet Conan O'Brien in the game, and he's like, hey, you want to dress up like an otter? I got you, fam. Don't worry. <laughs>
2: and you get like perks
1: from it, too. like You can swim easier with it or something. Yeah. It's, it's, swim, it's you can so swim ridiculous. in
0: the river like an otter. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it is
1: so Kojima to mm-hmm. do something like this, and I love it. I mean, I think this is hilarious. There's a couple people who are a little cynical about it. Good marketing. Like, oh, Very good marketing as well. Why should he be in the game and this, that? And <sighs> Jeez. Come on, this is pretty fun.
0: Have this you guys ever watched fun. Conan O'Brien's Clueless Gamer series? Oh, yes, yes, I love it. That's
3: why he's I in it. I
1: love those segments.
0: They are so good. No, yeah. uh, no other,
1: I like, can't wait till
3: he does one for this game. He's got to do one for this game. Well, Yeah, he's in it. He sure. has to, yeah. For sure. <laughs> like, I'm
1: if I, assuming they must have filmed something and yeah. so just waiting to release it.
3: I'm hoping he filmed it with Hideo and then, like... Oh, oh
1: my and then God.
0: And just, they have it ready and just November 1st, they're going <laughs> to... Pump it out. and yeah. yeah, release it. Oh, man. I'm so looking forward to it. You know, um, now that I think about it, most beasts... I don't think... I think he's the only late-night host that does anything gaming-wise. Like, sometimes Ellen will have, like... Gamers right. on, or like, and but he has an actual like section about gaming. The whole clueless because well, yeah. none
3: of them know anything about gaming. But then and neither does he. <laughs> but that's why I'm saying he took that disadvantage and made it an advantage. Smart man. I like. like I Fallen's like that. Done
1: some things with Ninja, yeah. and mm-hmm. then Jimmy Campbell did a couple of things with some some stri- not streamers, but like YouTubers and stuff yeah. to learn a little more about <laughs> the world, but. The only one who's really done it as consistent is uh, is Conan O'Brien. Well, Conan Conan has I, a I honestly uh, he's he's great. I think yeah, he's great.
3: he has like a he's known to have ties to even though he himself is not really a geek. I mm-hmm. mean, in that sort, yeah. sort of sense of word, he doesn't like he is geeky but, though. he is if geeky, he was personality. yeah. But but yeah. in terms of like comic books, comic book movies, uh, video games, mm-hmm. whatever, all all that stuff, he's not like really into that stuff. But yeah. somehow he has. Brandon himself and then the the geek culture has accepted him as one yeah he come he goes to comic-con every
0: year yeah. he, have, he, have you he, seen a superhero costume yeah yeah, yeah. that's amazing it's incredible I've seen
1: it in person when I did
3: the and BWC then he Star. he does all oh, wow. those like cast like you know interviews where he gets the whole cast of Breaking Bad the whole mm. cast of Game of Thrones the whole cast yeah. you know what I mean and and this is just part of it. So it's very interesting yeah. to see. If like,
0: anybody, if any late night host deserved a cameo, it, it was him. Yeah. You know for sure. So uh,
3: that's it for news. Uh, before we go, uh, Caboose, what are you what are you playing right now? Are you, are you playing Apex season uh, season three?
1: I played a little bit more of season three. Actually, mm-hmm. I haven't gotten a chance to do any of the Halloween themed stuff that they had going on. I did want to try that out. Um, but I've been playing a little more season three. I'm actually really enjoying season three. Um, still playing a lot of destiny two. I really, mm-hmm. really enjoy the newest expansion. I'm trying to get like raid ready. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, me and a couple of my other friends of mine, we're going to try and rally together and, uh, try out the new raid, see if we're going to be able to beat it. And, um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of destiny too. And now obviously we got call of duty coming up. I'm going to, I'm going to give that a go and see, uh, see how it is.
0: Josh. Um, I know uh, you've been asking me a couple of weeks and I keep mm-hmm. saying Dragon Age Inquisition mm-hmm. which I've finished before multiple times mm-hmm. I've just been trying to scratch that RPG itch mm-hmm. but I'm buying Outer Worlds later today so yeah. I will <laughs> be on that for I'll, I'll, I'll be playing Outer Worlds I will say this I, I, I spoke to Caboose about it earlier as well I've been playing a lot of uh, Fortnite Chapter 2 oh, okay it was kind of like oh, a, yeah, yeah. yeah it was like a hard reset I was playing with like my friends and we were, we were all talking uh, yesterday playing the game we we're like mm-hmm. it feels like two years ago mm-hmm. which is nice it's like vanilla Fortnite there's the only The only vehicle in the game is the boat, and other than that, it's like I I don't know. It's just enjoyable because there's not like a hundred things going on, and I don't even mind the bots. Like uh, the it throws you into games according to your skill level, mm. which is nice. I like that as well. So you're kind of growing as well. If you're someone yeah. who's not that good, you don't have to like bump into somebody who builds like like you were saying a castle in like half mm-hmm. half a minute. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's better to have the bot. I will say the bots are too easy. Hopefully, they can make the bots. And it's also the it's so obvious who the bots are because they're when like the, bod, yeah. they're in the vanilla skins. They they don't build. Mm-hmm. So I hope they make the bots a bit more challenging. But I'm 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 not against the bots. And also they die out in like the first five or ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And late right. end game. It's just real So people. So
3: basically if I played it, someone will mistake me for a bot because probably. I, I, I will have the vanilla skin and I will die very quickly. You're and not be holding like, They'll be like, that's a bot. That's it's like, no, 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 it's me. It's me. <laughs> well,
2: if you played it as well, you
1: probably run into a lot just if depending on your mm. wins and your level, kills yeah. and stuff like that. So it, I think that's good. And, I, and I've also been playing a little bit of Fortnite Chapter 2 and it's nice. It's a nice refresher, a brand new map. A complete refresh on the mm. on the loot pool and the weapons that are there, and, and they
0: brought back you know, a couple old a, things like the yeah. pump shotgun, retail exactly. row, a couple cool locations. Yeah. I like the they so, they throw you into it. That's what I like. They give you that mm. cutscene, and then it's like as the cutscene's happening, right
1: into a game.
0: You yeah, you I was like, it's "Is cool. this still a cutscene?" I was like, "Oh no, I'm playing." I was like, "Okay, let's yeah. let's go shoot some people."
1: Yeah, so I like it. I'm glad that they uh, that they finally kind of hit the reset <clears throat> button. Hopefully. <clears throat> they don't start screwing it all up again <laughs> as, yeah. they, as they progress through these next couple of seasons.
0: Yeah, yeah, getting too much. But yeah, so that's what I've been playing. Yeah. Fortnite Chapter 2 and literally starting later today, I'm going to be playing a whole bunch of Outer Worlds.
3: Yeah, nice. we'll, we'll talk about more of that ho- next week.
0: And hopefully I can... Hopefully you get I can, the Death Stranding code at yeah, some point? At some point, that'd be nice. So I yeah. can talk... Uh, so I can be in the loop on Friday. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, so... That's it. That's it. That's it for this episode. Uh, We had a ton of stuff to talk about. I'm sure there's uh, even more stuff to talk
0: about. Mm -hmm. Um, Caboose, where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CabooseEK.
0: Josh? You guys can find me on Instagram. That's Josh.Toki. And you guys can find me on Twitch at Josh underscore Toki.
3: And you can find me on Twitter, at ThinkHero, on Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Collider Games, and subscribe to the Collider Factory podcast feed, where we're here every single week. And next week, Death Stranding and more Outer Worlds talk. Exciting. All right. See you guys later. Later.
2: Napa Know How.
1: Shop Black Friday week deals, Sunday through Friday at Kohl's. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. And take an extra 15% off. Get the big one throws, eight forty nine. dollars Toastmaster small appliances are just $2.14 after rebate. And Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Plus, take 30% off Lego, 70% off fine jewelry, and save on boots for her, $16.99. Plus, get fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday week deals at Kohl's com.
0: Select styles. Offers valid November 22nd through
2: the 27th. 15% off with promo Code and 15. Lego and Fitbit offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.